Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Wombat Sports Podcast here on blogtalkradio.com, also wombatsports.com, and gofightlive.tv. I'm Mark the Q. I'm your host. Hopefully, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Hadley Griffith, who's going to be facing Emily Corso coming up at Cage Sports in, I think, about a week or so. Uh, we'll be talking to her a little bit about her preparations for that fight, which is going to be very, very exciting over in Washington. Um, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get some commercials started, and we'll be back with Hadley in just a minute. Um, so uh, stay tuned. MMA Somnia is dedicated to giving the female fighters what they need. The website offers gear for whatever combat sport you happen to be competing in. From MMA to boxing to Muay Thai, MMA Somnia has your hookup. If there is something that you need and they don't carry it, make sure to ask and they'll try to accommodate you. MMA Somnia also has a section for those beginners who have never bought gear before and answers your questions on sizing and what you do and do not need. Inspiring the Female Fighter is the keystone of MMA Somnia and its shows. Go to our website, wombatsports.com, and click the MMA Somnia link. Besides getting a welcoming and useful website that can supply you with what you need, you can help us continue expanding our coverage of women in combat sports. Go to wombatsports.com, click the link, and shop MMA Somnia. Do you want more energy, less fatigue, and better recovery from muscle soreness without drugs or taking coffee or energy drinks? We recommend the XINX Maximum Performance Band. We know that there are a lot of performance bands out there and many chock full of claims on how they can improve your body. Dr. Howard Fiddler was a skeptic at first until he started giving out the XINX bands to his clients. Many found the bands helped in workouts with their muscle recovery and gave them a little boost whenever they needed it. Doc Howie's clients include Olympic athletes, pro boxers, and MMA fighters who all are touting the praises of the band. These aren't just professional athletes that are using the bands, however. I personally use it to help with not only energy, but balance. With the band, I can tell you, it's helped with my equilibrium and kept my energy centered and focused. Why don't you check it out for yourself? Go to wombatsports.com and click on the white X-Ion X link on the far right-hand column of the page. Each band sale not only helps Wombat Sports, but also female athletes, as XIONX is a proud sponsor of several of them. Plus, Doc Howie donates his services to help those ladies perform at their best. Go to WombatSports.com, click the link, and get your band today. Okay, guys, we're back, and we are joined by Hadley Griffith, uh, a uh, professional fighter out of the Pacific Northwest who's going to be fighting up at Cage Sports in Washington. Um, how, how's everything going, uh, Hadley? Everything's going great. It's been a great training camp. Not lots of nice hot weather up here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was it was it's been it was like, there's been a lot of like rainstorms, you know, going through the past uh, couple months. It's been it's been kind of uh, interesting uh, interesting to say the least. Um, we're just getting now really getting into what I guess I guess what we can all consider summer. So it must have been really fun with you, for you out in Portland to have all so much rain. It, you know, it's not bad. I'm inside training. It just 
gets a little bit harder when the gym turns into a sauna before you're ready to cut weight. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Um, yeah, I mean, how, I mean, you know, anything, anything you're, you're doing, uh, anything you're changing up uh, in terms of your training, or um, you know, just you're just basically working some things that you needed to work on. I've actually been changing up my training quite a bit the last six months. I want to do a boxing debut sometime soon, so I've been cleaning up my footwork a bit, working on my speed and my agility more than, you know, just drilling through the same thing over and over again. I've been working on my explosive power, that kind of thing, and I'm seeing a big difference in my game. I'm really excited to show my, my new skills in the fight next weekend. Well, considering that um, Emily and I have had the privilege of actually watching uh, Emily in action live, um, she's more of a ground specialist, and, um, you know, you're working on your, uh, in your striking as well. I mean, have you had the opportunity to see any of uh, any Emily's fights, and um, do you think that the striking is going to help you out in terms of your game? Uh, I've seen about 30 seconds of fight footage on Emily. I've heard amazing things about her game. I'm just not one to research my opponents. I know where my weaknesses are. I'm very much like my coach, Drew Brokenshire. He just he works on his weaknesses, and that's what I do. If I can fix where my holes are, then I don't have to worry about what my opponent can do. I need to worry about what I need to do. Yeah, um, tell us a little bit about how you got started in, in mixed martial arts. I started out doing Muay Thai in Tacoma, never really thinking that, you know, I'd do MMA. I, I watched the sport for years. I'd even watch, watch Misha Tate fight, and one day my phone rings, and it's a text message from Misha Tate saying, hey, I know you do Muay Thai, but if you ever thought about doing MMA, you know, let me know. I'll help you out. And it wasn't until that text I realized, well, yeah, I guess I could, huh? So I started looking around for gyms where I could get some ground training in, and slowly over the next year or so I made the transition, and every time I've had a question, I can, I can text Misha and Get a good, good, get a good answer and some helpful hints for training. Well, I mean that's absolutely great. I know that she's doing so so much better. Um, I mean she's she's actually done a, a really great job over at Extreme Couture to, to develop a very solid women's team, and I'm pretty sure she's invited you at, at times to go down there and, and uh, train with the girls down there. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, she invites everybody. She's really welcoming. She's been trying to build this sport just to make the sport better and to give it more opportunities for years and. You know, I, I know a lot of people want to hate Misha and, and criticize her, but she's amazing. She's amazing for this sport. She's an amazing fighter, and she's an amazing person. She's done so much, and girls like her that inspire me to keep going. No matter what frustrations I hit, no matter how hard training is, you know, I know that they've gone through worse, and I can keep going. Yeah, you know, um, you know, like I said, yeah, there, there's a lot of people that kind of, you know, it's always that, that thing, that line between, um, you know, the Ronda versus Misha stuff, but... Um, really, I mean, you know, I, I, I do respect Rhonda as a fighter, and there's some things I don't necessarily agree with her on her, but I don't hate her. Um, but um, with Misha, I've known Misha for very, a very long time, and, you know, just seeing what she's doing over the past, the past six months down in Vegas is just absolutely awe-inspiring. Um, just to see the girls that she's, first of all, brought in, to help with, with the team down there, but also the, the, the talent that's coming to Extreme Couture now, um, and, you know, I don't know, I mean, for, for the people that, that regularly listen, they've probably heard the story before, but Extreme Couture wasn't, wasn't that great a shape last year. There was a couple of good fighters, out of, female fighters out of there, but there wasn't really a team at all. There was really uh, kind of a, at a low point. Um, and Mises has helped that team grow again. Um, so, yeah, major props to, to Misha for doing that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great to be able to see 
um, so much talent down there. I mean, there's just so much, there's so many other gals that are going to be coming in. Um, I'm just really looking forward to the talent that uh, that Misha brings up through Extreme Couture. So, um, so I, I'd be very interested to see if you you at some point take a trip down there to Vegas to to train a little bit with uh, with Misha because, like I said, I know quite a few people that are making the trip over right in, already right now. Um, but I mean, let's talk a little bit about your training camp right now. I mean, who are you training with right now um, um, over out there? I believe you're out in Portland, right? I'm up in uh, in basically Olympia. I'm in Olympia. Lacey, Washington. Okay, so you're up in you're up in Olympia. So who are you training up there with then? My main gym is the Academy of Brian Johnson. That's where I get all my stand up. And uh, once a week, we have Drew Brokenshire come in, and he teaches me my ground and my MMA, my clinch, my wrestling, and so I take what he teaches me. He's he's the best uh, best fighter we've got up here in Washington, in my opinion. He's got the 145 belt. He went and took the 155 belt just for giggles, you know, just to see if he could have a harder challenge than what he'd been beating in the 145 ranks. So, I mean, he's extremely knowledgeable. He came out of uh, AMC, Matt Hume's team, a few years ago. So very well-rounded, very good instructor, and I take what he teaches me, and I go to other gyms in the area work my grappling with girls there's no girl at my gym I can grapple with so I go up to team evolution in Tacoma and uh, team get them up in Tacoma and I, I try to get some of my teammates from Marcelo Alonso's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to drill with me on the things I learn um, and I know Amy Amy uh, Cadwell is actually up there I believe right Amy Cadwell is up here and her uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach Miriam Cardosa I unfortunately haven't gotten much chance to train with them. They're so far north that I can't make it up there. They keep offering me, and I keep trying to get up there, but between work and the distance to travel, I can't make it. Yeah, it's a, it's a developing scene up there. I mean, um, there's a couple of talented individuals, Amy being one of them, yourself. Uh, Miriam, I think, um, will get there. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see you know if if there's more females that are that'll start uh, you know putting in putting in the effort to want to come up there as well. So I'm expecting a couple more uh, gals to it. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of amateur up, gals up there that are are just starting out. Um, any 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 gals that we need to look out for up there? Reagan Benedetti. Hmm. She just fought Katie Howard last. Um, unfortunately lost to Katie Howard, but Reagan is an extremely talented fighter, well-rounded. She's terrifying. She's absolutely terrifying. She's not somebody you want to you play around with. She'll try to beat you at your own game, and she's got a strong one of her own. So I admire her. She just made her pro debut. There's also some girls out of Oregon that are coming up that train. Uh, Glenna Avila, of course, is a good friend of mine. She's been doing it for a while, but she's got some – New teammates down there, Liz Tracy and Ramapolitek, who are just fantastic. So I would look out for the Pacific Northwest girls. We're coming up hard. I mean, have you have you, have you made the trip down there to, to, to train with Glenn at all? I have. I try to get down there for at least once of every one of my fight camps. She's she's the one that teaches me the small stuff that the guys don't know, that the guys don't have to use because they have the upper body strength, the little tricks and techniques that are best for female fighters. So I definitely go down there before every fight. Have you had, had the opportunity to uh, to roll or, or train with uh, Roma at all while you were down there? I have not gotten the opportunity to roll with Roma yet. That's that's a, a, a fear I need to overcome. That girl is she's just she's just so good on the ground. She's just so strong and fast. 
She's definitely a challenge, and I'm looking forward to rolling with her. We're going to go down there in a few weeks and get that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's got a fight coming up in August. Um, it'll be her last uh, uh, amateur fight at, at Tough Enough, and, um, which is a really great kind of springboard for her to turn pro. And um, there's just so many people, like myself, that are, are behind her. I'm really looking forward to seeing her as a pro. Um, and I think she's just she's so talented that, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, um, how she does uh, when the transition over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting scene, you know, just, just, just the Northwest in general and, and the growing scene. Portland in particular has been very, very huge, but I'm really looking forward to seeing the, how Washington goes as well. Um, you mentioned that you were, you were training for, for boxing. Um, obviously, are you still looking to, uh, you know, maybe fight, um, fight different, um, different forms, in different forms uh, over the next year or so? I mean, um, is Muay Thai something that you might consider going back into? Um, is, uh, and obviously you said boxing is going to be something that you might be looking into at some point. Yeah, we've, we've kept the options open for Muay Thai. We've gotten a couple offers up here in Washington, but unfortunately the fight card is the same night as our MMA fight cards, and so I haven't been able to take them. Boxing I'm excited about because I do I, – I, Love my stand-up. I'm most comfortable on my feet. I mean, I'm comfortable on the ground nowadays, but it's still my first love is to be on my feet. And the idea of getting the box and actually sit down on my punches and not have to stay light on my feet worrying about a takedown, it's exciting. I, I, I'm, I got my boxing, federal boxing license in the mail a couple of days ago. I've been running around with it in my pocket. I'm just excited. Yeah, I just came up with an article today about um, the stats, for half your stats for so far for the uh, – for the boxing, and actually, uh, there were 51 more boxing fights, female boxing fights this year, than there were um, um, than there were MMA overall in the world. So um, there is still a little bit of popularity there. The only problem is is that um, it's still not quite popular here in the United States yet. Um, there were 34 female pro boxing fights this year um, since June 30th. So um, I'm interested to see if that expands a little bit. I know there's a card coming up. Uh, there's a card coming up in Canada um, in, I believe, next month that um, is an all-female boxing card, and they're trying to really do that as well, press that a little bit more as well. So hopefully there's going to be more opportunities to be able, for you to be able to fight. Um, I know that um, a good friend of mine, Ariel Beck, just fought boxing uh, in the area last night too. So. Um, so it'll be interesting. It's an interesting scene, to say the least, uh, in, in terms of it. And obviously there's a lot of opportunities up there in the Northwest to be able to uh, box, I, guess, I assume. Uh, the same promoter that's putting on this promotion next weekend, Cage Sport, also does a boxing promotion. He alternates the months between boxing and MMA, and it's becoming a big thing for the MMA local MMA fighters to do boxing events. It, it gives them a chance to work their their hands a bit more and it's almost like a it's almost like doing a smoker or a grappling competition for the MMA fighters to do a boxing match. Now, yeah, you have you have not um you have not um boxed at all. Uh Joe boxed at all. Um am I correct in the saying that? You are correct in saying that. That's, yeah, that's one of the things I've been looking to fix. We've got a fantastic boxer out of my gym. I've been working with him a lot and it's it's different. It's very very different as far as uh, stand-up for Muay Thai or stand-up for MMA. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I mean, there's a little different stance because obviously in Muay Thai you got to have a little bit set up for kicks. And in and, and boxing, you know, you can stand a little bit little bit off a little bit just so uh, so you can land those punches a lot better and you don't have to worry about those kicks. So, 
Um, you know, I always hear about that. You know, there is there is a kind of you know a lot of people think that oh you know if you're a you're a kickboxer or a muay thai gal that you you stand the exact same way. You don't. You you stand a little bit differently just because of the way that you set up your uh, your strikes. So um, obviously that's something that that you've had to overcome. Oh, yeah, it drove my poor coach crazy for the first two years I was at Brian Johnson's. He was trying to break me of the habit of squaring up to people and walking them down like I was a tank. He's like, there's better ways to do this. You can circle (laughs) and use footwork and and do that, or you can get punched in the face. It's your choice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, nobody nobody ends up, you know, everybody was like, um, I'm going to say, you know, everybody doesn't realize the power of circling. <laughs> is what I was gonna say. You know, there, there is, there is a little bit of power in that. Sometimes I, I wonder why people don't circle with Ronda Rousey. But, you know, I mean, because a lot of people go straight at her, and when you go straight at her, that's when, when bad stuff happens. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I would let her come straight at me and let her get me on the cage, and then work around near the cage. Because I mean, if, if I could get her back to the cage, she can't hip toss me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm interested because, you know, um, I was, you know, I think that a lot of people think that if if you get beat that quickly, you know, very quickly against Ronda Rousey that, oh, you know, you weren't good enough to be up. But you look at you look at Misha, and Misha took her one round and then lost the first time. And then, and then the second time around, she took her to three. Well, you know, that tells you that, you know, that you can, you can improve, you know, in the second fight. And I think a lot of times too is, is that you can't you can't judge a, judge an opponent um, necessarily by just the training, you know, and say, oh, I'm going to approximate what my training is going to be, you know. It's like, you know, um, it's like, um, you know, sometimes you have to be in there with that opponent to see how she moves, how how she how she does things, and then you can adapt from that because you have that experience behind you. Um, so I know I know I know you're you know kind of familiar with that as well. I mean, have you ever? went to a fight where you're kind of, you know, coming in with one mindset, and then once you get in there and start fighting, you kind of realize that there's it's something, it's something kind of different. I did. I think the best example of that would be my last fight, because I knew exactly what she was going to try to do, and I trained for it, but I still wasn't able to do exactly what I wanted to do, so that's one of the things I trained in my my training camp this time was, getting really, really pressured because I know all the girls are going to come straight at me, especially the girls that are grapplers. They're going to come straight at me. They're going to want to take me down. So I trained for that, and I get in the cage, and it didn't seem to apply. They could still get inside, get close, clinch me up, drag me down. So I worked on changing that up this time where, you know, basically anybody in the gym that came at me in the last couple months got hit a lot until they backed up. (laughs) So... (laughs) trying to keep my range this time and it is it's it's a whole different beast when you get in there because you both have a game plan and that's what a lot of people don't understand about this sport you know you can you can fight somebody who's better stronger faster and have more technique than you but we hear a lot of stories about well heart's a lot of it heart's a lot heart is a lot of it you know i i train my cardio so much that okay if she's bigger faster stronger i'm still gonna outlast her so she can do whatever she wants. I just got to keep going till she gets tired, and then I can do what I want. And that's where the heart comes in. You know, it doesn't matter what the training is. It doesn't matter who's better, who's worse, who's having a good day, who's having a bad day. You just got to keep going. And if you keep going, you can find opportunities to win. 
and, and instinct has a lot to do with that too. And I mean, as much as you know, as much as uh, you can train, um, you know, sometimes it just it, it needs to it needs to come that kind of fold together into instinct. You know, when you're in the cage, because I mean, when you're tired and and you're you're beaten. You know, um, you know, and you still have heart, but um, but you have, you have to have, you know, sometimes it's really hard to think, you know, what to do. Um, and then that's when instinct comes in. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is what I need to do. Um, and, and sometimes even it's muscle memory, you know, like the muscle just like, well, this is what I have to do. So you do it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's different for, for, for training for a fight than being in one. And um, you know, a lot of people don't don't understand that. You know, you could train as much as you possibly can, but until you into that cage, um, you know, it's like uh, the game plan is off. You know, basically we plan for this, but you know, you know, a lot of times those plans go thrown out the window once you uh, once you uh, hit that first round. So <laughs> it's an interesting scenario, and I've heard it so many times. So it's really really interesting to say the least. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I think the Muay Thai scene is growing as well, I should mention, too. Um, you know, um, there's just um, there's so many opportunities now. Lion Fight's, you know, doing their, their thing right now. Uh, um, Glory's doing their thing right now. Um, there's a couple other organizations that are really bringing in uh, Muay Thai into the forefront here in the United States. So um, being, being from a Muay Thai background, that obviously is making you a little bit more excited than maybe uh, do a Muay Thai fight at some point. Absolutely. I... I had a chance to do a kickboxing fight in New York, but it was against an opponent that I've I've known of for a couple of years that I really respect. And it, you know, the fight was on two days' notice, and she'd had a two-month training camp, and I had to turn it down. But just knowing that there's other MMA girls out there willing to do kickboxing and getting excited about doing the kickboxing in the Muay Thai, I'm thrilled, absolutely thrilled, and look forward to getting the next opportunity to fight. Was that with with Friday Night Fights at all, or was it something else? I'm not sure who the promotion was, but the opponent was going to be Muna Holland. Oh, <laughs> oh Mona. <Yeah. laughs> she's right that now. That would with, have been amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's 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 uh, one of the one of the fighters out of the Victor now too. Um, you know, so yeah, it'd be very interesting to say the least. Um, there's a couple of places in California as well. I mean, I know that uh, Zoya Zoya Frosto has been doing uh, some uh, Muay Thai fights out of um, California too. So, um, yeah, there are plenty of opportunities for you to fight Muay Thai if you ever had that opportunity as well. But, um, obviously, you have to get through this next fight first with Emily, which I think is going to be kind of a – it's going to be a pretty interesting fight. Like I said, it's going to be a stand-up fight. It, it, I think it's usually a, a, strike, a classic striker versus grappler battle, as they say. But um, I'm interested exactly. to see, uh, see how uh, kind of Emily handles it. Because I know Emily had said that, you know, when, when she faced Ariel that – um, that Ariel hit hit probably harder than than she she um, she's had been hit before, so it'll be interesting to see how hard you hit uh, when it comes to that <laughs> as well. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, and I believe Cage I, I wish Cage Sports did a stream. I don't think they're going to be doing a stream this year this time around. Do, do, do you know? No, I believe they're not. They've done a couple with Root Sports, and I know every now and then they'll do some highlight replays late at night on Root Sports, but. No streaming as of yet. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish that they would be able to watch this. Well, you're able to watch this fight. Um, and um, now, um, uh, I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. Who are you going to have in your corner for this uh, for this fight? Brian Johnson and Drew Brokenshire. <laughs> you have a lot of people coming out watch to, to watch this fight. Watch you fight. I am. I was kind of surprised at how many people are coming out. I was able to sell all of my tickets and. 
I got told that there was a ton more people that were buying tickets asking, you know, specifically what time my fight is and I I I know that I, I know that I'm well known here in the area, but I wasn't expecting such a turnout as that's gonna be there. So I'm very excited. I'm I I have my own twelfth man. Yeah. It'll be interesting if you win if if, if you win this fight, I think it's gonna be a big huge um I think it's a big huge deal because I think you're gonna be in uh, I just say this with all due respect. I think you're the underdog coming in, but uh, but I think that it will be a huge win for you if you if you end up end up making it. You make a big huge impact um, on the scene as well, and uh, I think those opportunities are going to come out for you. Um, any sponsors coming up for this fight? Hustle Fight Gear, Tacoma's Fight Shop, um, and I got a, a mouth guard from Clench Custom Mouth Guards. This one, so. Those are the three people that have been helping me out. Tacoma Fight Shop, they have the best gear in the area. I absolutely love their stuff. And Blade Bittner with Puzzle Fight Gear has been with me since I was an amateur, since almost day one, my very second MMA fight. He's always had my back. So always happy to get to wear my Tuffle stuff. <laughs> yeah, Slade's always been there. and he's, always, he's been there since, you know, he's one of the original kind of persons that sponsored female fighters. Uh, specifically, so yeah, um, you know, props to Slade for for doing what he's been doing for the past uh, what seven, eight, nine years. <laughs> so yeah. um, he's he's the original. He is he was one of the originals. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, props to him as well. Um, you're not on Twitter at all, are you? No, I think I'm officially too old to be on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think you can be officially too old to be on Twitter. <laughs> I can hope. Yeah, <laughs> I always say, I, I, and I always recommend it. But I mean, you could always hook up your your Twitter with, to your Facebook. So when you put a Facebook status up, it'll uh, appear on Twitter. Um, so uh, so that's what I recommend to some people that that are kind of iffy on on Twitter. But um, you know, Glenna does a really great job on Twitter. By the way, um, she does an yeah. absolutely awesome job on Twitter. She can always she can always help you out on that as well too. So um, she was already giving me tips when I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, have you had the opportunity to, to watch Glenna's film at all? I have. They did a showing up here in Seattle. My boyfriend and I went, and I just, it was it was amazing watching what she'd been doing for the past year. And, and there were times I was there and got to see it live, and and times where I was cheering her on from home. And it's just it's kind of surreal seeing a friend friend's life exhibited to everybody who's willing to watch and. I was really impressed with it. It's an amazing film. Yeah, I have yet to see it. Um, I, I just haven't been able to go with one of the showings. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, we, either that thing gets on DVD really, really quick, or um, it gets it gets it gets posted. Uh, you know, if they festival it over here in Montana, which I really hope they do. Um, but um, you know, fingers crossed on that. So. Um, as well. I mean, I'd love to see you fight out here in Montana. Um, you know, I know that there's quite a few Washington fighters that are uh, that are fighting out here. Um, Emily had just fought out here a couple months ago, um, and I know there's going to be a lot more female opportunities out here, so maybe, uh, fingers crossed, we'll get you out here to, to fight in Montana for um, intense uh, championship fighting, or um, I know that uh, the promoter out here is actually doing a show out there, too, so... It'll be interesting to see, but uh, fingers crossed you, I'll be able to get to see you fight out here. Um, but best of luck to you coming up uh, on this fight, and um, you know, um, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. And um, yeah, and, and best of luck to you coming in. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, and um, yeah, stay in touch, and uh, hopefully we'll see you on Twitter at some point. <laughs> I said talk to Glenna, um, but um, but we'll we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Hadley Griffith, everybody, you guys can check her out on Facebook. She can't check her on Twitter yet. Um, anyway, we only have a few minutes left. I want to mention you guys can go on to wombatsports.com. Um, we've got quite a st- lot of stuff going on right now. Um, I've just updated the Twitter directory. Um, we have an article up, uh, you know, detailing the half-year report uh, on the uh, pro uh, women's boxing stats uh, for the past for the p- for six months. So you guys can check that out as well. Um, the, the first class of the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. That's all. Uh, that's all up there as well. You guys can take a look at some of the some of the highlights there. Um, and you guys can check out the Invicta FC card that's coming up on September 6th. We'll be out there covering it live. Um, so we'll have a lot of content for you. Uh, a lot of people. A lot of uh, about the fight. And we'll also be talking a little bit about um, some of the girls out there. So uh, definitely we'll have expanded coverage there as well. Make sure you guys check out our sponsors, MMA Somnia and um, uh, Xion X. Uh, make sure you guys can check out those sponsors. Please, uh, please uh, um, buy from them, and uh, make sure you tell, let them know that Wombat Sports sent you because we want to uh, continue expanding the coverage here on WombatSports.com. Um, also, um, except we'll have a lot of bunch, bunch of different other stuff coming up on this website as well. So, so check it out. Um, we're going to be doing a lot this week. Um, it's going to be crazy. Uh, so make sure you guys definitely check that out as well. With that in mind. We'll see you guys next week, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. We'll let you guys know uh, what is going on, uh, who's going to be the guest coming up on WombatSports.com. You just have to look on the right side of the column. With that in mind, we'll see you guys next week. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.